Hi, missionaries. Welcome to Mission Moments, where we take a moment to prepare for our mission. Mission Moments podcast is sponsored by Mission Youth, and we're here to help Catholics like yourself learn to be missionaries. We're going to share missionary experiences, inform skills, and give tips and best practices for your missions. And today, I've got someone here with me. His name is Marco Dos Santos. Hey, Marco. Good morning, Father Adam. Thank you very How's much. How's it going? How's it going? Doing well, doing well. It's great, great to be you with you here today uh, on Mission Youth Podcast. Yeah, so um, Marco has been hanging around Hamilton for a little while now and has come on a few missions with us. We invited him on the podcast today because he has tons of mission experience, right? That, that, that's right, that's right. That is really, really a grace from God. Um, I started doing missions, uh, I believe I was 12 years old. Um, that's a long time ago. Yeah, since... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm 34 now, like, yeah, plus 20 years. Uh, and, and you're uh, from Brazil. I'm from Brazil and... Yeah. Uh, um, and you've been all over the world since then, right? Yeah, I, I live as well in Colombia, in the U.S., and here in Canada, and uh, have the opportunity of doing missions uh, in that's, all those places. Crazy, which, yeah. and with Regan Christie. In yeah, always, always with uh, always with Regan Christie. Yeah. And uh, hey, can yeah, I ask you a yeah. random question? Did you use the same Mission Youth logo when you were in all those places? Yes, Woo! we did. Yep. Mission Youth worldwide, people. <laughs> I think a lot of people from here in Hamilton have experienced Mission Youth. Uh, you know, it's their first encounter with Regan Christie or with Mission Youth. And they have no idea that this is like uh, an international thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, which makes very special. You know, we are sort of like, as here in, in Hamilton, right? We have uh, different members like from Mexico. I'm thinking yeah. and Luli, Andrea, who have done missions in Mexico there. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, with the same logo and they come and they share and... Uh, yeah, it makes makes very special to know that mission youth that's literally yes. all over the world. Yes. Okay. So I bet you're all wondering, like, what are we going to talk about today? We have, uh, we're, you know, we're in our fifth season. We started this podcast a year ago. A year ago a year today. Already. I mean, in a sense, because it was it was for uh, for the beginning of Lent last year. It was the first uh, Mission Moments podcast, and here we are beginning Lent again this year. So uh, our fifth season, each season has six weeks to it. And uh, we're going to end this season with uh, Holy Week. Holy Week this year. So, Tell me. Yeah, we're really excited. Marco and I are excited because we're helping to organize our our Holy Week missions for this year here in the Hamilton Diocese. So if you are around here thinking on going, yes, haven't decided yet, registration is open. Registration is open. You jump into there. <laughs> jump in there, yeah. So uh, we hope that you're excited wherever you are about your Holy Week missions as well. Um, so yeah, the topic for today is a topic which I think is absolutely perfect for Marco because he has a gift with doing this. And what is it we're going to talk about? It's how to initiate a missionary encounter. How to initiate a missionary encounter. So if you've done missions before, you know what we mean. You get out there, you're with your group, you know, you're all wearing the t-shirts maybe. And, and so people can tell that you're missionaries, but you go up to someone and you've got, you, you know, you just don't know what to say. You completely draw a blank or uh, you get nervous. You hide behind someone else, <laughs> you know? So uh, it's funny because we deal with a lot of, a lot of young first time missionaries, you know? 
and we've got a few in our in our missions here who who have been many many times and are experts now at initiating missionary encounters like we, we could have had them here on the show uh you know matthew for example matthew shout out to matthew out there i hope you're listening hey matthew <laughs> he's uh you know he kind of gets the award for getting the most prayer intentions when we do a crosswalk uh, actually, talking about Matthew, you know, he he told me something this Saturday uh, that just stick to me, and I think it's a nice, I think it's a nice way to Is that start. What he said? Talk, no, uh, he said stick to me. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it stuck stuck to me. Oh, oh yeah, got you, got you. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a nice way to start talking about how to initiate a missionary experience. What did he tell you? He said you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, that's crazy. One time I Googled that phrase to see who said it. Who said that originally? Well, well, I think I think it's been made famous by a famous basketball player. I can't remember who. But but some Canadians think that it was Wayne Gretzky who said it first. Yeah. You know. But uh yeah, but uh it made me think because it's uh it's true. Sometimes uh uh well you can feel a little bit uh afraid of hesitant because you can get all sorts of responses, no, especially like when you need when you are on the street. And you're a stranger. You're approaching another stranger. And uh, I don't know. I myself might not be like, perhaps, I mean, if I just be approached by a stranger, you know, how's yeah. the other person going to take? So, yeah. Uh, I, I feel nasty sometimes when a stranger comes up to me. Yeah. 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 So it's very, I think it's very valid, you know, uh -huh. to feel that, to feel the hesitancy, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we should not be thinking, you know, um, I'm not such a great missionary because I'm not. I don't feel. Uh, I don't like, feel. Yeah, I don't yeah. feel that. No, I think it's just very, very normal, right? Uh, just. Uh, but on the other hand, I think very, very coarse, like as well that we. Um, and that like we learn from like just the example of each other to see like you know, the the missionaries next to me they they yeah. inspire me just like you know the, who are we representing you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, who are we representing? Are we, like, yeah, we're representing Christ. Yes, uh, and right? yeah, we think. Yeah, we think like the 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 missionary next to me. You know, he gave uh, so he's got giving his time just like you know because of Christ. He's there, uh -huh. and I can like yeah, we are we are together. Like we're here for Christ, not not for me, not. Yeah, I think that's so, the number yeah. one thing. That's a good. That's a good tip. It's like when you get out there and you're nervous, or you're afraid. Remember that. Like remind yourself. Who am I doing this for? It's, it's Jesus Christ, you know? And if maybe you need to remind yourself of what that means to you too. Like Jesus is the one who died for me. Jesus is the one who, who loves me, who cares about me and who cares about this person, the stranger that I'm going to approach on the street. Jesus cares about them. So that's, that's motivating. That makes me want to kind of overcome that fear. And I think too, that people even just like looking the missionaries there, just like, uh, it's an unspoken testimony, right? Of uh, right. it's a reminder of then there is uh, the the God exists or the the you know the yeah. So so that that kind of shows that like even if you are afraid to say something, right? Uh, not to despair, because even your presence there is like an encounter with people. Yes, yes. It's a very small one, but yeah, even your presence does something. I'd like to say that we're like evangelizing not as an individual, but as a community. Evangelizing as a missionary community, right? 
so you um like like together maybe maybe you're on a team with two other people or with one other person and they're the one doing most of the talking but it's still a community it still shows them a little bit of the church a little bit of christ christ's body christ's uh presence through being together yeah yeah now now that now they say that for that and just come top of my head right now an example that happened this last Saturday we were down in Hamilton. Yeah. And uh, the weather was not bad, right? But it was, was, was a little it's pretty nice cold. For it was pretty nice for February. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was like a minus five or it was, it was nice. nice. No, I think, it was, it, I think on Saturday it was above freezing. Was about, yeah. Yeah, was we're speaking in Celsius here, people, just in case you're yeah. used to using Fahrenheit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> minus yeah. five degrees Celsius. So, so what? It wasn't that. It wasn't too cold. It wasn't. It wasn't too okay. cold. But it was still. You want to be like with your. It was toque. windy. It was windy. It yeah, was yeah, windy. Yeah. That was the yeah. thing. And for those who are listening to us there, who are not from around here, uh, and here in Hamilton, now away from Toronto, we have decided to do that like uh, mercy missions, which uh, uh, very unfortunate. There is a lot of homeless um, people uh-huh. on the street. Even uh-huh. imagine like the. Free- Frozen through the Canada is homeless, yeah, right? But yeah. so we decide in the morning we we go around with like some some hot lasagnas that we pack and we he, yeah you share give to people to the homeless and they are they are very grateful, right? And uh, make you think as well, like you know, just like uh, I stay without eating for a few hours and I'm hungry. Man. Uh, those people there, huh? oh yeah, man, yeah. Ash Wednesday, that Ash was rough. Right. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, we approached this lady. She was sitting down. Uh, she was homeless uh-huh. uh, on a corner. Uh, we are a group. We are like five missionaries. And as we approach her, we say hello. And uh, we said that she would like some lasagna. She needs something. And like she said no. But like she said no in a way like like no. And we felt that maybe she wanted or she was maybe for her was hard to accept it. And they said, no, 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 I, I'm okay, I'm okay. And uh, she said, uh, uh, I'm going to have a coffee later. So we are um, we are about to leave. And this one of, one of the missionaries, Constantine, said, uh, okay, well, can I, go, can I go and go get you a coffee for you? Uh-huh. And, um, uh, and with that, like, we started the conversation. Uh, I didn't know what, hmm. what she said, but we started talking and uh, different things. And the conversation occurred. And uh, and yeah, she was grateful for the food. She said, oh, I'll, "I'll have it later." But the most beautiful thing was that uh, we asked if she had anything that we could pray for. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, "You know, I prayed. Uh, I like to pray for God for other people that they won't suffer, because I'm here on the street and people they like they spit on me a lot of times. And you know, I don't know why they do that. I don't want to do that with other people. I want to pray for you guys and for the people out there. The people is not gonna." treat you guys badly i don't want that for anyone that's my prayer to god mm. so that really made us wow. you know to think you know like uh yeah so even though she was suffering she was willing yeah to, she was suffering her, she was, her intention uh, was to pray for those who are suffering more to pray. yes yeah yeah wow and um and yeah so i was engaged is not i think there's not a recipe to engage right kind of need to kind of yeah i guess that's a good story uh as an example of the cases where it's harder like where you've got something to offer somebody and they seem like they need it, but they don't want it anyways. Yeah. No. You know? And, uh, and yet through the conversation and through like, through that little offer when Constantine offered to buy her a coffee, it started a conversation that allowed it to continue. Yep. Yeah. Right. Um, 
you know, a lot of times you, you have a conversation when you're just, you're just trying to start a conversation with somebody and it seems like it's going nowhere, but then, but then you're able to kind of to give it a spark, you know? And I think it's like the charity or the showing, showing that your, your intentions are, are good towards them. Like Constantine's offer to buy a coffee kind of makes the person make a click inside. Like, Oh, I guess I can yeah. open up a little bit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think to try, just try to, yes, exactly. Just so I think I'd say, I don't know if normal is the word, but I like try to be normal, you know, yeah. because, uh, yeah. Uh, just, like, uh, like friendly, friendly, might be, yeah. like treat them like a friend. Exactly. You know? We I think we don't need to start mm-hmm. like too in- invasive or too straightforward or just to say, yeah. uh, uh, good morning, sir. Or good morning, man. How are you doing today? I think that, uh, people usually respond to that, you know, good morning. And, uh, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, kind yeah. of trying to read a little bit, and uh... you know, I'm kind of distracted. I'm thinking about what you said earlier about um, uh, strangers. You know how I'm a stranger to them too. You know, and it reminds me of this quote from Madonna House that uh, that I I went to visit a long time ago and I had it written in my journal. Was there are no strangers here, only friends we haven't met. Oh, That's, how is that? Uh, Say that Catherine, again, Catherine Doherty. That there are no strangers here, only friends we haven't met. Oh, Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. So it's kind of like, yes, I'm a stranger to that person. They're a stranger to me. But who knows? In God's plan, that person might be, that person might be my best friend someday. You know, if I'm willing to like kind of take the first step, then, then, uh, then maybe we'll be friends at the end of this day. And we've had that experience many times. Yes. Right? Yeah. We've got so many. They're just passing by. They have no idea who they are. Their life story. Oh, just. And then because of that. Because you overcome the fear and you're willing to make that first step, then there's a, a real conversation. Something goes deep and there's a friendship. Oh, just a Saturday at the end of the missions, we were heading back to the church. There was oh, a yeah. young man. <laughs> Do you remember his name? That was Andy, I believe. Andy, yeah. Yeah, Andy, if you're listening to us all there, <laughs> come back. To... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Andy, Andy saw our group and he was curious. He took a, cell, a picture for us, he right? He took a picture a for us. Group picture. First, he got a hot chocolate. We were giving out hot chocolate on the street. And then he and then he, he joined us. He came with us all the way back to the parish, which was like <laughs> five blocks away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's, uh, that's a good example. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know. You've probably got a lot a lot more stories you wanted to share. Well, um, I think too. Like when you start a conversation, I think always have. Uh, we can always try to have um, something like on your sleeve. You know, some like that you can pull out that you're gonna say. Like having something up your sleeve. Yeah, like, like exactly. A, like a card. Like, yeah. <laughs> a, or, or different a trick, cards. A trick right? up your yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or different cards. They, they depend on the situation. Oh, this person, it's, uh, well. Okay, so you've got like a whole repertoire of cards that you can pull yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. In any situation. A, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what are some examples of. Uh... Um, I think in, like, perhaps my one of my best mission stories actually wasn't. I just arrived, but it wasn't direct to me. There's actually. Great friend of mine who's a consecrated woman, uh, Rene Pomarico. Okay. And uh, yeah. we are doing missions uh, in New York City. Uh-huh. Right? And, uh huh. New York uh, City, man. You've old, been everywhere. Literally. Uh, great, great place. You've been everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> very touched with the mission in New York City. Very busy place, you know. We're on, yeah. the, on the streets to reach people. But there was a, just a very like providential story. Uh, so uh, Rene was talking to this gentleman in front of the church and started engaged with him and speaking with him. 
And uh, the conversation went on and on. And she said, I'm going to invite him to go to confession. Like she felt, you know, had mm. a, yeah, it, it's, it's a jump, right? The yeah. conversation. And then, uh, and then uh, she did, but the, like the person, like he didn't want to go to confession, but he was kind of re reluctant. Yes, no, yes, no, yes. You know, they talked for a couple yeah, of minutes. Yeah. Okay. But a story came that like, uh, and I think it was just like God's hand, you know, like coming a day before, uh, this was like two-day mission. Somebody had to stop the missionaries and say, hey, I'd like to talk to you guys, but I don't have time. But like, here's my address. So like three of us went to to the to this uh, gentleman's house, which was like some 10 blocks away, kind of far. Wow. Yeah, we went there. At the end, we never end up never finding him. Then okay. we are coming back like late to church. And uh, on the way, we got lost a couple blocks. So we're coming running. But by the getting lost, the Hikon access store was very providential because if he had not just got there a minute before or after, that had not happened. At a very exact moment, they were running right in front of the church. This man talking to Renee. He's about to leave. And she she just saw me. She said like this. Here, here's Marco. He can go to your car. The thing was that he was saying, oh, I cannot go to confession because my car is just parked on the other side. They're going to give me a ticket. I cannot go. <laughs> and uh, next that I'm seeing, I don't know anything. I'm just jumping his car. He gave me his key. He gave you his key. He gave me his key to his car. <laughs> I said, no, that one just, he went to the church. Yeah. And I stayed there like some 10, 15 minutes in his car, in his van, in case. And like, he went to confession. And he went to confession. Whoa. And he came out of the church like crying. Wow. Same thing. So, oh, guys, had been like nine years uh, that hadn't gone to confession. And wow. uh, praise God. Praise God. Yeah. So, it's beautiful. How God orchestrates everything, you know, but uh, the timing, how the timing, right? Yeah. The time was just right, and I think uh, on the conversation, I think Renee just felt, you know, I'll, I'll invite him to go to confession. Nice, like nice. maybe you won't, maybe you won't make that invitation to anyone, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah uh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so so is that like is that like a card you have up your sleeve, inviting them to confession? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. That yeah, that's one you can have, or you can invite uh, people right there on the spot to say a prayer. Uh -huh. There, you know, like can we say a Sometimes yeah. people have intention, like for the family yeah, members, yeah, yeah. you can say a prayer together with them there. For sure. For sure. So so that those are kind of like the deeper cards, right? Yeah. You probably have some cards up your sleeves that are like a little more light. Like yeah. When the, you can kind of sense the person's not like ready for a confession or for a prayer yet. Like what? I think you can say, but if it's a good Friday, you're going to go hold the week on Holy Week, right? Good Friday. Yeah. Maybe yeah. talk to somebody in the right? You can just say, you know. We're just missionaries and we are here today because Good Friday just you know share some uh some time together because right, Christ right. Christ So it's just kind of like just the gentle reminder yeah. that today's a holy day. Yeah, that's yeah. already yeah. Like yeah. uh like the other day we went out on Shrove Tuesday, which uh in Canada is Pancake Tuesday. Everyone has pancakes on that day. It's kind of funny. Two people someone, asking me why the day I was talking actually, right? to someone from texas and they don't do that in texas apparently it's a canadian thing <laughs> <laughs> maybe anyway i guess pancakes pancakes on uh tuesday is a big thing here so so we went out on the streets and gave out pancakes first we made all the pancakes and it was really fun and then we went out giving out pancakes to to people on the street the homeless and uh and it was just like it was a perfect little excuse to throw in there hey we're giving out pancakes because tomorrow's ash wednesday uh, and every once in a while you run into someone who's Catholic and he's like, oh, because one lady said, oh man, I'm Catholic and I didn't even realize tomorrow was Ash Wednesday. So she was happy that we reminded her and who knows, maybe she went to, maybe she went to Mass to receive her ashes. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, this is a good little thing to have up your sleeve. I think it's also good to have like a couple things ready to say that maybe aren't even spiritual or don't have anything to do, but just like, like as like a, as a conversation starter. Oh yeah, definitely. Like anytime I see someone wearing any kind of sports thing, you know, right out, yeah. you, you say, you say, Hey, how's your team doing? Like, like, and you name the team because it's on their hat, right? And people like that. People I mean, usually like that. Like That's that. usually a win because yeah. they love their sports team, you know? Uh, especially if it's a local team like the Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton doesn't have any like world famous teams, but they love their local teams in Hamilton. You know, it's pretty pretty good. Yeah. So that's a good that's a good one. Yeah, and um, I think there there's other times actually, you won't have anything to say. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you do? What, what do you well, say I'm. Um... What do you have to say about not having anything to say? <laughs> <laughs> I just cannot think only like you, just your presence, your mind of God. And uh, can I tell one more story here? Yeah, yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we are doing missions uh, in Colombia, in Medellin, outside Medellin, like in the countryside. Okay. Yeah. Very nice people, very welcoming, very okay. welcome people. Okay. We're going door to door. And uh, yeah, that's different, right? It's that's not different. Yeah. It's not the same challenge of approaching a stranger on the street here. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll continue. Yeah. Uh, although it's, People maybe North America, it's a little different to do that door to door, maybe a little invasive, right? But yeah, yeah. In Latin America, has a different, different. Uh, yeah, well, for those yeah. who haven't been, tell us what it's like. Well, yeah. we just uh, we go uh, to to a parish region, the uh -huh. parish Cypress, and we sometimes we may go. Well, actually, in the U.S., when you're there, we go to the parishioners' houses, but they were expecting they were they were announced already. We yeah. go and knock at the house of the parishioners yeah. and. But when you're in yeah. a little town in Colombia, like we're just gonna go door to door. We yeah. divide into regions. This thing go the area, the area, and you go like literally door to door, yeah, door yeah. to door. And like, hey, we are the missionaries, spreading ourselves. Some so people, I'm imagining we, like yeah. little huts, like out, out, kind of surrounded by trees and stuff, and uh, maybe they don't even have a door really. It's just like well, there's di different scenarios. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, different scenarios. There's some missions who are, for example, in the favelas, were very, very, very poor areas. Yeah. There are uh, some other like normal neighborhoods. This one okay. actually was kind of the houses were a little spread. Maybe every it was kind of a country. Every house perhaps we have to walk some five to ten minutes. To okay, yeah, every, yeah. So the every other spread house out. pretty yeah. spread out, and then so we do not go to this one house. Uh, and the lady had this story, that her son he had been shot around there and there was like some kind of some bands and uh i'd say some like drug dealers yeah but the thing was that they kill her son and the killers they call her they realize hey this was not the person we don't know this person we killed the wrong person no yeah. really that's terrible but they call her to say hey ma'am we are really really sorry we oh. killed your son but he had nothing to do with it we Whoa. are really sorry Wow. And they like uh yeah, so the situation like what like yeah, what no, do we say? Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah. What uh what uh So so when you knocked on her door she just told you this story. Yeah, well how, she she invited us in. How did it happen recently? A, was it No, uh, that was had to happen some three years before, oh, okay. like at uh, that okay. time. Yeah, yeah, some two I can't remember like two, three years before and wow. she carries the pain, you know, like yeah. Like, you know, we look at each other, like, what do we say here? I think nothing. That... Yeah, man. 
There's nothing you can say, right? But I think, yeah, but the presence Show of the, the missionary has been there. You know, it's a presence for her. It's like, she 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 went to church. It was a presence like God visiting her, you know? Yeah. She's like, yeah. God, God visiting her yeah. there. And, but, uh, yeah, but you got to pray with her. You yeah, yeah. Her. yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Well, so that's, I mean, um, that's a good place to apply a lot of a lot of listening skills and empathy. Yeah. Um, one of these weeks, we're going to have a uh, podcast on listening skills with Kathleen. She's gonna. Oh. She's gonna that. So so stay tuned, everyone. If you wanna if you wanna listen to our next podcast on on listening skills, you'll get some advice on on that topic. You you for for Adam is a good listener too. I've noticed you even he met you met Gandalf right for uh, oh. <laughs> you listen to Gandalf. Oh, yeah, we met Gandalf. Uh, that's a, that's a great story. We just on we just on missions last month in January and we were on the corner and we were collecting prayer intentions, and this guy comes up who is wearing like a like a cowboy hat that looked like it was it was like woven together out of twine or something and. Uh, had a long beard, and he had a long beard, white and he was beard, white, and his hair and his beard were white, and he was carrying a staff, and he wore like one of these wool coats, kind of with like yeah. a, the white uh, wool on on the on the inner part, and uh, and everything was really like like homeless looking in the sense of shabby and and old and rough, uh, and we've met him twice now, and he has the exact same yeah. uh, outfit and. So anyway, I don't, I don't, we, the first time we met him, we we listened. Yeah, right, he really looked like we Gandalf. Exercise yeah. those listening skills. <laughs> he really looked like Gandalf. Yeah. Yeah, but okay, he said that he's kind of like a pastor for the people on the street. He was uh, telling his story that yeah, back many many years back, like he were on drugs and he met God. He met God, and now he dedicates himself to. Uh, Taking care of the funerals yeah, for those better. who die on the streets. Yeah, he said that yeah. that week nine people had died. You know, wow. Was, and he Man. goes around like you know, trying to reach their families and make the arrangements. And uh, wow, yeah, yeah. And uh, we are he did all the talking. You know, where we came out really, if I like, you can see you could see God in him. You know, like you could see God in him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He was a spiritual man. That was an example of how you get, you get evangelized. Yeah. Yeah. When you're out evangelizing. Yeah, you know how he told me. So he told me this like don't forget. Do you know why you are special? You're very special because you're unique. God never created anyone like you, and he's never gonna create anyone like you. Wow. Never wow. yeah, he told me that. Amazing. Yep. Hey, so Marco, we had we had said that we wanted to talk about this phrase, which I think is really good advice for uh, for when you're in, engaging, uh, initiating an encounter, which is to read the room, to read the room. Um, and we kind of gave some examples of that already, right? Yeah. Like uh, the story of uh, the lady who refused the coffee, you know? Uh, yep. Like in your first words with, with the person or even just watching them approach you and how they are and they're, you know, you're reading the room. What do you do? You have any advice about that, or um, even if you're not in a room? Oh, it's here in the middle of the street, right? <laughs> you're reading the street, yeah. Oh, I think you said before, like uh, on the core of that, you know, the attitude that we said. First of all, like don't be afraid of who you represent, right? Right. Because right. Right. Then when you approach people, also be 
we don't know why you get us response. Could it be a nice response, a not so nice response? Could mm -hmm. be an egg thrown at you. <laughs> that happened. That happened <laughs> last time. Yeah. Happened yeah. last time. Yeah. One of the. Yeah, but that was special cases, right? Um, but they just to uh, to be confident, you know, confident that uh, you don't know how the other person is gonna take. Yeah. But uh, just being there is something, and um, yeah, you may think, you know, if. The person may not never see us again, you know, uh -huh. just, uh, uh -huh. so yeah, just try to say hello and uh, see if the other people respond. Some people just ignore you. That's fine. And try to be, you know, see yeah. perhaps this person try to see if she would like to talk a little more or not. Right. right. As you, so yeah. I think it's like, it, it requires being very attentive to, yeah. to the cues people are giving, you know, like when they, when they, uh, the, the way they respond, their tone of voice, their, their posture, their their facial expressions. Some people um, are really in a rush. You know, they stop. They are really in a, in a rush going yeah. somewhere. You may yeah. not hold that person. Uh -huh. You know, you want to uh -huh. uh, yeah. Yeah. say something. I like, think it's definitely. like it also it also if you if you're out there for the first time or maybe you're just gaining experience, it's good to kind of observe and, and try to like study it. Like what kind of person uh, is really likely to to just say no or to ignore me. Yeah. No. And what kind of person should I should I try to approach? Because sometimes, like at our, on the street corner where we do our our prayer intentions, um, you know, the light will change and a big crowd of people will cross over, right? Yeah. And you can't stop all of them and talk to all of them. You've kind of got to choose, right? Yeah. And that's where like reading the room is comes in handy because you're like, okay, I I know that guy's not going to talk to me because he's he's looks like he's like in a in late for a meeting and he's hurrying to go somewhere. Um. This person, I already kind of tried to make con eye contact with, and they looked down, so they really don't want to talk to me. But there's this old lady here who's uh, who's casually walking back from getting groceries to her apartment, you know, and she might be the one that God is calling me to to speak to, you know. I think that's good. That's a good tip. That's a good. You always, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, Marco, we gotta take advantage that you're here because I got one more question for you. Unless you have a whole bunch of more oh, yeah, stories. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> like, Marco looks like you can't see him, but he looks like he's uh, he's uh, burning to tell us more <laughs> stuff. But the, the question I had was about about demeanor, which is like your your uh, you know your public uh, way of presenting yourself. Like, what characteristics do you think uh, you think are good to have? Like, maybe it's like a little bit like attitudes of. You know, when you're approaching someone, how should you present yourself? Well, now, uh, usually, like, we are with our shirts, you know, with our, uh, I think that, that says a lot in some shirts. Yes. So that says a lot already, yes. you know, that says uh -huh. a lot already. Uh -huh. And um, I would say, you know, uh, people like us when, when you are not, uh, I'm thinking right now, um, there was, uh, when I was a kid, uh, every Saturday would go this group of uh, Protestants. Uh, they also do, they would do door to door mission. Not every Saturday, but often they would knock in Brazil. At, in Brazil. Yeah, they would knock at the houses at the door, and uh, uh, some did a great job. But to be honest, this specific group they were a little annoyed because they uh -huh. would be there and talking to you for hours and hours, or not literally hours. But and I remember once my mom said uh, they knocked the house. She was there. She said, hey, "Just go and say that I'm not here, please." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> 
But yeah. when coming to me, it's like uh, people uh, they appreciate what you're doing. Like you know, when you as well, you show you show that you're interested. You said about the you know, say just try to be joyful, uplifting, not invasive. Um, where's yeah, this, I think you know, I think uh, uh, I think so. When I've seen you on missions, I see the that you approach people with like in a joyful way, um, like. Uh, well, I know we've got another really good example. We we should have invited him to be on the podcast. I think we mentioned him before, Matthew. Oh, Matthew's he, great. Yeah, he, <laughs> he gets the most intentions every time because he's just fearless, and he also has a good demeanor. Like it, so, so when he when he goes up to someone, he'll be like, "Hello, sir. Would you like to share a prayer intention with us?" Like kind of like he puts on this really gentle voice, which is not the voice he uses all the time, right? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Are you sure? And, uh, good morning. Yeah, I, yeah, I cannot yeah. imitate him, but yeah. yeah. Like I think a good exercise is for me to say, uh, like Marco, if I if I were a stranger and I were coming up to you on the street right now, uh, what would you say? Good morning, sir. How are you doing today? Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so that's perfect. That's like it's like a perfect example of uh like politeness, right? Or maybe um, Good morning. Yeah, yeah. Politeness, joyful, being friendly, but it's not it's not like excessive. It's not too it's gentle, right? Yeah. You're being kind of gentle and, and respectful, right? Um Yeah, yeah I think Another so. thing we were going to say was uh not you you got to be careful not to like waste the person's time. Yeah, know? I think you want to be you want to go to go to the point. Yeah. But now so you don't want to go around the bush too much or yeah. don't want to just be so straightforward like Right, there's two extremes. Yeah, you know, one extreme would be like, would be like, "Hey, do you have a prayer intention?" Uh, because they're not even going to understand what you're saying. Yeah. And the other extreme would be, uh, like, talking a whole bunch, and they're sitting there thinking, "What? Where are you going with this? Like, what do you, what do you want from me?" Like, I noticed that the corner of Jackson Square, which is very moving, would work to ask people intentions. Like, you had this cross right for everyone's release, and it would uh, had posters. You would ask people to. Writing intentions ourselves, right? I'm gonna nail them and bring church to pray uh -huh. for. Their work of uh, I think people were walking to approach them and say, uh, "Excuse me, sir," and then the people would uh, usually they would uh, look back and they kind of uh, like would stop and they say like they give you things, you know, and uh, and you maybe you can go straight for the point like uh, uh, we are missionaries and you are asking people uh, if they have anything they would like us to pray for. You're gonna write down and you're gonna. We are bringing ourselves these intentions tonight to the church and pray. Do you have something you'd like us to to pray for? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 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 So it's like you don't want to go too long without explaining what you're stopping them for. Yeah. Because then they'll be like annoyed. Um, but you also don't just want to like flip it on them right away. And, you know. Do you have prayer intentions? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. I hope that everyone listening will get the experience to do uh, more types of missionary encounters than just the prayer intentions encounters. Yeah. Right? And like um, going on international missions is such a good experience because you can experience cultures and parts of the world where it's just normal to, just to walk up to someone's house. And Were you in Guatemala last year? I was in Guatemala said? last year, yeah. What did you do there? Uh, all kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> we, did, we did one day, I'm remembering, we did uh, some visits to the sick. So there were people who were asking for a priest to come and were expecting a visit from some missionaries. But they were also like these little homes just kind of tucked away in the fields under the trees. Like if you were driving by, you wouldn't even see, wouldn't even see their houses, right? They're, they're uh, such small little huts and uh, 
but just like just so open and so welcoming uh, and so ready to receive people. It's also a little different in a country where almost everyone is Catholic. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's a different experience as well. Our our society is very pluralistic, and there's everything out there, and you can assume that most of the people you speak to are going to be of a completely different cultural background than than you have. Um, yeah, and I think it's good to remember that, right? It's good to respect that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. are. We are. You know, on this. Um, we bring the message of salvation, but we are not the saviors of. Uh, yes, uh, yes. Yeah, we're not the saviors. We're just instruments. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, thanks, everybody. Thank you, thank you for that, and great to be here at the Mission Youth Podcast. And uh, if you are listening out there, and uh, you never did missions, and you'd like uh, to do missions, just don't don't be afraid. Reach out. That's our motto. Yeah. Be not afraid. <laughs> Be not afraid. Reach out. Actually, um, you can visit our website, missionyouth.com. Missionyouth.com has like, well, Hamilton is the one, the local one, but you'll, on missionyouth.com, you'll find uh, a city close to you, wherever you are in, in North America. Or you yeah. could even, if you get excited, start your own chapter in your town. You could. Yes. There's information on the website about that too. And if you want to donate or support us in any way. That. Or pray, pray for us, and uh, pray for us. prayers go a long way. That's what really, what's really powerful. We'll have to have any come back to us as a string. Okay. Well, thanks everybody. Thanks, Marco. Thank you for that. God bless you. God bless. Bye. Bye-bye.